Hello, ladies and gentlemen, a big welcome back to all of you loyal listeners, and this is Next Man Up. I'm Eric Slater, live here from, for the first time, Old Tapan, New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey, and this is an emergency episode because it's only fair that I have to talk about the New York football giants hiring a new head coach, Joe Judge, the special teams coordinator for a long time and last year wide receivers coach for the New England Patriots will be the coach of the New York Giants next season. And this is something that I don't think anybody really anticipated or saw coming. There were a lot of candidates. I think obviously Matt Rule, who ended up signing with the Panthers, is the foremost name that came to mind. But Apparently, he went down to Carolina first. They offered him a boatload of money, something like $60 million over seven years. He called the Giants, you know, gave them the opportunity to match, and they said no, thanks, but no thanks. And apparently, coming from owner John Mara, apparently that their search was over on Monday after they interviewed Joe Judge. Now, who knows if that's really true? He could be saying that to show confidence in Judge, but, you know, for what it's worth. So... For me, when I look at this hiring, a lot of people are really upset at first. Now they're getting on board and there's a lot of emotions. The way I look at NFL head coaching hirings is nobody really knows. How do you, you don't know about a guy like Joe Judge who's never coached and doesn't have any experience in the NFL. Same thing with Matt Rule. You just don't know at this point. So the way I've been looking at this and the only thing that disappointed me about this hire a little bit and I'm in no mean, no way saying that Joe Judge is going to be a poor coach or not have any success with the Giants. From what he said and from what I've read about him, it sounds like he was one of the better guys for the job. But the only thing that worries me about this signing is the idea that this could be a sign that Dave Gettleman is going to remain in control in the organization. And I'm not saying that from a perspective that Gettleman is the one who you know pushed for Judge or wanted Judge to hire. For all I know and from what I've seen, this is a Mara hire, a Tish hire. The owners really like this guy. But he's the guy who has no head coaching experience and doesn't have any experience you know, leading a team at this level. He looks like he's going to be good at it from that perspective. But he's not a guy that I think that can, you know, is going to challenge Gettleman and really you know, impose himself in the decision-making process in the organization. And you know, maybe he will be, but from you know, the optics of it, from hiring a special teams coordinator, it doesn't seem like that's you know, what's going to happen. And the other thing that really is disappointing about this hire, and it would have been any hire. I mean, unless you got a real big name guy, which I don't even think was the right route. A lot of people liked McCarthy. I don't think that that was the right route to go. But the Giants fan base and just people watching don't have any trust in the organization right now. And that's the problem. That's where the Giants have taken a real you know, dip in prestige or how people look at them. They were a standard once upon a time, and now it's kind of gone to the point where they're a little bit of a laughing stock of the league. With the way that things have been handled from Gettleman, all the way from McAdoo to Shermer, now on to the new head coach, everything's been handled in a way that doesn't give you any trust or faith that this you know, ownership and front office has a grip on what's going on. You know, Dave Gettleman being in charge, which I think you know could and probably will be the case with this hire, 
is a scary thing, especially if you watched his 30-minute presser last week. He said some things that were just baffling. It was not a good showing for the Giants organization, and it was a little bit embarrassing. Just the way that he's answering things, you know, a big criticism of him is that he's he's an older guy and he's not in tune with analytics. He's a dinosaur, as people say. And then somebody asks him about analytics and the department, and he says that they hired four computer folks. Those are real words that came out of his mouth. We hired four computer folks. Like, how are you not prepared for that question? How do you not have in your back pocket an answer ready to fire off like that where you know what you're going to say in that situation? I'm sorry, but for hiring four computer folks, that doesn't really give me a lot of confidence that he's changing his ways. He has done some good things. I'm not going to kill Gettleman for everything. Gettleman had a good draft last year, found a lot of guys, obviously hit on the most important pick that was Jones, drafted Dexter Lawrence, found Darius Slayton in the late rounds. He's had a good draft last year. His free agent signings are what are the most concerning. And that's really concerning this year because the Giants can have, if they cut some guys like Antoine Bethea and Ogletree and other guys you expect them to, they can have up to probably $78 million in cap space. Top 10 in the league. And having him, who's had a track record of signing Nate Solder to a record-setting deal that's looked horrible so far, Patrick Omame on the line. He brought in Ogletree, even though he didn't sign him, he traded for him, but it's still evaluating pro talent. And he hasn't done a good job in that area. So trusting him in that regard is really, really, really scary if you're a Giants fan. And this Joe Judge hiring, as good as it may be, could be a sign that he's going to be in charge and likely is a sign of that. So that's what's tough. That that and the lack of trust in the organization is what really makes this tough. But on to the Joe Judge hiring. I, I like the guy so far, and I've looked at what he's had to say, and I watched his uh, introductory press conference today, and he's a very he's a very stern guy, and he gives he portrays a confident vibe and a very um, controlling vibe, maybe, which is good because Pat Shermer didn't always do that at times. Pat Shermer was very um, looking for the word was very not shy, I wouldn't say, or not in your face, but he was kind of reserved, I guess is a good word to say. And he didn't have that personality. He didn't have the personality where he was going to come in and take over a room, which is something that you really wanted with a young team and a young Giants team. This Joe Judge certainly looks like he has that. And, you know, just to show you, I'm going to play a quick clip here of an interview that he did at the Giants facility. This is Joe Judge talking about his message to Giants fans ahead of, you know, coming in as the head coach. All right, what's your message in closing? What's, what's your number one message right now as you speak to Giants fans as we sit here and do this interview about yourself and about your program and what you hope to bring here? Look, we're going to play fast. We're going to play tough. We're going to go out there every week, and we're not going to beat ourselves. And that's the goal right now of a football team. I'm not into predictions. I'm not into comparisons. You know, this team going forward has to work on the little details, all right, and we want to put a product on the field that's going to make people proud to say they're Giants fans. We're going to play tough for you. That you have my word on. If they won't play tough, they won't be on the field. We're not going out there. I'm not worried about some guru scheme. I'm not worried about how fancy we can try to make an offense or defense look. I want to line up. I want to punch the guy in the nose for 60 minutes. All right? And at the end of the day, we know we dominated the man against us, and we won the outcome. All right, so that was Joe Judge in his interview uh, at the Giants facility uh, shortly after being named head coach. And... When I look at that interview or when I listen to that interview, I'm not as much concerned with 
what he's actually saying. Well, you know, you do have to take it into account. You know, he's gonna, they're going to play downhill. They're going to smack you in the mouth. Old school smash mouth. Um, not getting, you know, too concerned or wrapped up in how flashy the X's and O's are. Hit him in the mouth. Those are things that you're going to expect any head coach to say. It's not, you're, you know, you're not going to get a guy come in and do an interview like that and say anything, you know, soft. It's going to be, you know, tough like that. What I look at when I hear that is the way and the manner that he delivered that. He just seems really, you know, in control and stern and ready to take control of a situation. And you're confident just by the way he's talking that he has a plan. And I think that's really big for whatever head coach was going to come in to coach this team. The next thing that I really like about Joe Judge in this hiring is that the Giants went outside the box. They didn't go with the old, you know, it has to be a coordinator. They took a, a special teams coordinator, not offensive defensive coordinator. And the thing I really like about the special teams coordinator is that when you play special teams, you're dealing with a lot of guys that maybe it's not their primary focus. Some guys it is the guys who are, you know, trying to make the roster. That's all they have. But there are other guys that are on the team, maybe concerned more with offense or defense, a lot of them. And you really need to be able to take control of a room and motivate guys to a goal that might not be, you know, in their forefront of their minds. So that, that's a really intriguing and interesting skill that people might not be talking about. To be able to take a group of guys and fully focus them on a goal of being a great special teams team when there's other things at play. That it takes a lot of ability and it takes a really, you know, certain personality to do that. And he's been able to do that with the Patriots. If you look, the Patriots have had the best special teams in the league for a long time and they do a lot of things really well and it's the reason why they win a lot of games. I think blocked the post most punts in the league this season. So, you know, with Judge, he said he's not going to be an offensive coordinator, he's not going to be a defensive coordinator, not going to be a special teams coordinator. He's going to touch all phases of the team. So who he surrounds himself as a first-year head coach is going to be enormous. Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator is going to be huge. Offensive line coach, another thing that's going to be huge. So when I look at the offensive coordinator situation, whatever offensive coordinator the Giants bring in should be chosen with Daniel Jones's development in mind. Obviously, you need he's your he's your QB of the future. You picked him. Whatever guy you bring in is going to have to mesh and jive with his skill set and his development, you know, going to a top-tier quarterback in this league. And Pat Shermer actually did a great job of implementing his system, you know, with Daniel Jones because Shermer's not a head coach. He's an offensive coordinator. That's what he is, and he, I think he's shown that. But like any player, you want to tailor the system around what their strengths are. That's what Shermer did with Jones, and that's how his system fit Jones. When you look at Jones and his strengths, he throws intermediate timing routes very, very, very well. He's a really smart guy. He's good at making those quick reads and different schemes, and he really knows how to read the field. I'm not, he doesn't throw a great deep ball. I'm not going to say he doesn't throw a deep ball. He can. He showed it throughout this year in some plays to Darius Slayton, another rookie, but he throws those intermediary timing routes really, really well. So Shermer's system took full advantage of that. Shermer's system featured a ton of zone read RPO concepts and also a ton of mesh concepts. Uh, mesh concepts meaning crossing routes that you know Jones could read in, on the low level of the field. Also a ton of half field high low reads where he's not throwing a true deep ball. You know you have one low route hitch or an out or something, and then you run a deeper out breaking route, and you're kind of just reading the corner in between the safety. So 
Shermer did a lot of that, and that's a system that really tailors to Jones, and he's going to be effective in. And when you look at the offensive coordinators available, there's one that matches that scheme and has the experience developing young quarterbacks to be successful. And that guy, in my mind, is Jay Gruden. Uh, He's out in Washington. He didn't have really much of anything to work with there, didn't have the weapons, didn't have a great offensive line. But with the weapons that the Giants have in place, Saquon Barkley... Uh, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, obviously Jones. He should be able to have a little bit more to work with. The offensive line is going to need to improve, but with his his experience developing younger QBs like Andy Dalton and Kirk Cousins, and you couple that with his scheme that really matches Jones' skill set, that, to me, makes Gruden a top option in my eyes. And when you look at the other options, um, you know, Jason Garrett's been thrown around there. It was thought that he was interviewing for the offensive coordinator position, but then, you know, it was thrown out there uh, by, I think it was Ian Rappaport, that that was just, you know, an error. He, it was, he was supposed to interview for the head coach, but not anymore. Another guy, Norv Turner, I have a feeling they may retain him in Carolina just to smooth the transition of Matt Rule from college to the NFL, but he should be an option. Another intriguing guy is Joe Brady at a passing game coordinator at LSU who's done just such an unbelievable job and flashed his system with Joe Burrow there and you know really piloted one of the top offenses in the league so he would be an interesting option you know working in college with a young quarterback like Jones just came out of a similar system that's an interesting option also I heard the Giants are going to be talking to Freddie Kitchens um, as an offensive coach on the staff I don't know what that means but it's worth throwing that out there so to me Gruden should be the top option uh, Turner, I think Joe Brady is a really interesting dark horse candidate. Also, um, now talking about the defensive side of the ball, which was a major issue for the Giants this season. I just wrote an article on it. And with their top draft pick and their cap space, they could have a lot more to work with on defense. And they have a lot of good pieces. When you look at the Giants right now, the defensive line, hopefully they bring back Marcus Golden. If they compare him with another top edge rusher, you have those two guys on the edge, and then you have Dexter Lawrence and Dalvin Tomlinson inside, one of the best run-stopping interior defensive lines in the league. And then also in the secondary, DeAndre Baker started to show more promise. Jabril Peppers had a great season before going down. Julian Love, young player. They need a cornerback opposite. They need linebackers. That's the problem right now. Linebacking court is going to be dicey, but they have pieces, and they'll be able to bring some guys in. So defensive coordinator-wise, the first guy in my mind, the top option is Chris Richard, who is going to email who was going to interview for the Giants head coaching job and didn't get the job, obviously, but they raved about his interview. So, you know, obviously he did a good job there. He was the defensive backs coach and with the Cowboys still to be seen what's going on there. But he was with the Seahawks before that and actually coined the Legion of Boom, you know, phenomenon in Seattle and coached the defensive backs there. And he has a history in Seattle of developing young defensive backs which is going to be absolutely huge for this Giants staff going forward. You have a lot of young defensive backs. DeAndre Baker, a guy who it has been reported and coaches have said it and showed on the field throughout the year that he had trouble with preparation. He had trouble with his transition to the NFL. He wasn't putting in the time in the film room. He wasn't doing all the little things that go into preparing throughout a game week to be successful on the field and picking up the scheme, knowing what you're doing. So you have him. You also have Jabril Peppers. You have Julian Love, Corey Ballantyne, Sam Beal. Hopefully, 
you're bringing in another corner or safety this offseason to start in that unit. It seems like they'll need to. So that's a ton, four, five, six young defensive backs that you're going to need a guy to develop them. And Richard has done a great job in Seattle, did a good job with some young defensive backs in Dallas, and he should be a top option for this job. Another guy that I think everyone will think about is Wade Phillips. Obviously, he's out with Los Angeles, uh, with the Rams. Not sure what went down there, but he should be an option. Wade Phillips has shown the ability throughout. He's uh, There should be some concerns about his age. He's 72 now, so can he still coach at that level? I mean, he may, they went to the Super Bowl the year before last year, so he's shown that he can coach on his le- this level. You know, given his age throughout all the time he's been in football, he's always shown that he's had the ability to adapt to new developments, new schemes, new concepts that are coming into the NFL. So he should definitely be a top option just because of the kind of pedigree the coach he has and the way that he could smooth over the transition for a guy like Joe Judge. The Giants are retaining special teams coordinator Thomas uh, McGaughy, which is really big in my eyes because he did a great job. The Giants had really, really, really bad special teams for a long time. And their special teams have been a lot better over these last few years. He was a good acquisition. He seems like he's really on top of everything there. So that was a good decision. And then also they need to find an offensive line coach. The Giants offensive line over the last really decade, since they won their last Super Bowl, they have not had a good offensive line at all. It wasted the last you know, years of Eli Manning's prime. You saw it with uh, McAdoo when he was there and then to Shermer. There has not been a good offensive line in. It, Daniel Jones got hit. He held onto the ball too long sometimes, but got hit more often than he ought to as a rookie QB. So the Giants really need to get on top of that. And bringing in an offensive line coach who can develop those guys, it's going to be huge because you saw a guy like Will Hernandez took a step back in his second year. And that's never something you want to see from a young draft pick. So that's going to be really big for the Giants. So just surrounding Joe Judge with a good staff and being able to make the transition for him as smooth as possible is going to be absolutely huge. And, you know, overall, just wrapping this up, when I look at the Joe Judge hiring after listening to him and kind of getting a sense of what he's all about, I think it was a good hire. Obviously, you're not going to know anything until you see what the product that he puts on the field. You're not going to know about any of these guys. But he looks like he has the right mentality and the right personality to come in and command the room. So it's going to be all about the staff that they put around him. But just from the optics of the kind of guy he is, you can really see how he impressed them in an interview. It's not a crazy thought based on the way that he's been able to go through these press conferences. Also, Saban and Belichick have raved about this guy. And he was with he's been with the Patriots since, I think, 2011, eight years And you don't stay on a staff with Bill Belichick that long if you're not doing something right. And if you don't have the attention span, the pedigree, the the ability to coach at that level, the ability to take in all the information, the work ethic, clearly Judge did have that. And Belichick kept him on his staff for that long. Saban recommended him to Belichick. Those are two of the best coaches in football history. And if they think that he is a head coach in the NFL – you kind of got to trust what they have to say. So I'm excited about it. Cautiously optimistic is the term that I would use. Joe Judge, new coach of the New York Giants. There's still a lot of work to do, but hopefully this is a right step in the direction of the Giants' ascension back to competitive football, meaningful football games later in the year, something we haven't had in three years. And also, 
you know, it's going to be huge to see whether or not Gettleman messes up in free agency this offseason. Hopefully, you know, Judge has a little bit of input there. and Hopefully he can improve upon his, you know, terrible signings in the past. All right, that's it for this emergency episode. Hopefully Giants are heading in a different direction. Good to hear from all you guys, and we'll be back soon with more updates.